and thank you for joining me, Sarah Dawkins, on the Heal Yourself podcast, where each week we bring you something new and exciting around health and wellness. Just a reminder, my book, Heal Yourself, is on Amazon. Enjoy the podcast. Episode 48, with guest Tom Palladino. Tom Palladino is a holistic medical expert, scalar energy researcher, and humanitarian based in Florida. Scalar energy is the fundamental life force found everywhere in the world, space and universe, and it originates from the stars and the sun. Chi, prana, om, mana, life force, pyramid energies or zero point energy are all synonymous terms for scalar energy. Tom theorized that all energy in the universe initiates as scalar energy and that the sun of our solar system and the stars of the universe are the points of origin, the storehouses for scalar energy. He further theorizes that scalar energy is instructive energy as the entire universe is instructed by this divine essence. Subsequently, all spiritual, cognitive, emotional and physical action in the universe is initiated and maintained by scalar energy instructions. Scalar energy provides order in the universe. So I'd like to welcome Tom. Thank you for coming on and joining me. I'm honored. Thank you so much for the invitation. Tom, would you like to share with the audience uh, what Scalar Light is, Scalar Energy, and how you've used it to heal yourself? It's sunlight. It's starlight. Everybody is familiar with this energy. It's, it's the cosmic energy. It's fundamental. Scalar Energy is the energy of the universe that gives life to the sun, the stars. We all have expertise in that. We, we've all seen that. We live with it every day. Now, I want to make this distinction. It's not electricity. I work with scalar energy instruments that allow me to capture that sunlight or starlight. So to be very clear, there's two energies, two energies in the universe, scalar energy and electromagnetic energy. I prefer to work with scalar energy, scalar light. It's, it has greater promise than that of electricity. Fabulous. It sounds amazing. Um, and how does it heal? How have you used it for yourself to heal your own, your own problems? When I've used this instrument, it allows me to identify, say, bacteria or, or fungi, viruses, and to eradicate, actually break down those microbes, those pathogens. Now, I want to be very clear. When I'm working with these instruments, it's information that I'm sending. It's not a biological process. This is a new science. So we don't work with the physical body. We work with the aura of what some people call the energetic body. Excellent. And how does that work? Yeah. Okay. Now, so this is what's peculiar to scalar energy. People can be in two places at once. I never work with people. I work with their bilocated version of photographs. I am now in two places at once, my physical person and my quantum person. And when I place my instrument, excuse me, when I place my photograph in the instrument, my photograph is bilocating to the quantum field. So to be very clear, this is not a biological process. I can be in two places at once. My photograph is inside that instrument and my photograph is experiencing the energy the download of information from scalar energy. 
So this is the new science in which we don't work with people. We work with photographs that represent the people. Some people call the photograph the witness or the bilocated agent. Long and short, you can be in two places at once. So what you, if I'm right, what, what I think you're saying is that your, your energy yes. is within your physical self, but it's also within the, the self in the photo. Yes, precisely, precisely. Now, why do I like this? Well, I could work with one person at a time, or I could work with 100 people at a time, or I could work with 100,000 people through their photograph. This is the new quantum science of working with aura or spirit or the force field of a person, not a biological field, a force field of energy. Because the quantum, it's been known for a while, but more and more people are coming on board with it now, aren't they? And, and it's yeah. becoming more known. And it's outdated Newtonian physics now. We've got quantum physics. Yeah. Um, and so what I'm thinking you, you're saying is that you're working within that quantum field of energy. Yes, precisely. So if we look at Newtonian physics... That's a certain set of principles. Let's just, let's just say it's, it's, it's valid under a certain set of events and principles. This is not Newtonian physics. This is not electricity or magnetism. This is another dimension. So there's two opportunities to explain the universe, electromagnetic theory and scalar theory. And my goal in my life is to introduce the other energy, scalar energy, and for it to be embraced as is electricity. Fabulous. And did it used to, before our times, did it used to previously around the 19th century be around? And and what happened to it? Where did it disappear to? you, You are astute. Nikola Tesla was the first person to invent and harness scalar energy instruments. Um, he notably in 1899, he had a scalar energy tower in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and he demonstrated free energy. These are free energy instruments. But on account of the fact that free energy does not fit into the economic order, that free energy will upset in many ways the economic order, Tesla's work was undermined. And even though it was valid, it was never embraced because the economic order does not want free energy. Now, let me demonstrate what I mean. This energy is so strong, this instrument is on. Again, my laboratory is filled with scalar energy to the point that there's so much energy, it will illuminate a light bulb in my hand. That's a demonstration of free energy. There's so much energy coming off that instrument, I don't need a wall socket to illuminate a light bulb. Fabulous. Now, what does that mean to us through my protocol? If my photograph can experience that download of light, I'm going to explain once again. That amount of light is entering into my quantum. If that amount of light can illuminate a light, imagine how that light, that light, in similar fashion will illuminate my mind and my chakras. And this is what is happening, not by way of Newtonian physics, but by way of scalar energy physics. So much energy, again, if we can illuminate a light bulb, imagine that amount of energy going into my brain waves and chakras. 
that's what this instrument will do. And and so does it come in through our energetic body or our aura as, as I refer to it when I'm working with people? Yeah, you could call it the aura, the spirit, the soul, the energetic body, the quantum body. Yeah. So again, this brings to mind this new science. It's not physical science, it's non-physical. My work is non-physical. I work with the information system or the non-physical character of the quantum field. All of my work is non-physical. Why is that important? This energy is instructive. And you always begin with the instruction and you res the result is the cause or the, excuse me, the effect. So you go from cause to effect. This is the yeah. cause, this is the instruction. And the end result is what we want, sound health. That's the effect. So is that, because when, when we're working with Reiki healing, we put an intention for distance Reiki healing. Is that in that kind of intention put into the machine? Yes, many people through energy healing, whether it's prayer or some people can lay hands on you, that's energy, scatter energy coming through your hands or prayer or intention. That is scalar energy, that's scalar light. So this gives credence to the, my work. This is a prayer instrument, so to speak. This is a consciousness instrument. It's not physical reality, it's, it's consciousness or it, uh, let's say non-physical instruction. Yeah, because I think, was it Nicholas Tesla said that everything in the universe, we should be looking at energy, frequency and vibration. Yeah. And, and I think that's where we're at now with the quantum, isn't it? Yes. And if we look at the physical universe, it's the end result of everything. Yes. It, it's just, it's the caboose on the train. I want people to realize that. Yes, it's important, but it's, it's not uh, uh, on that command of intelligence. It's intelligence that brings about physical reality. Yes. Yes. I mean, we could get quite deep in this because the past, the present and the future are all uh, simultaneously happening um, at the same time. But yes. that's, that's for another discussion, right? <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. I'm going to address that really quickly. Regardless of the age of this photograph, this photograph might be three years old, it reports my immediate constitution. Remember, I bilocate to the photograph. So if this photograph was five days old or five years old, it doesn't matter. It always is in the present moment. Well, electromagnetic theory does not deal with the present moment. Scalar energy or zero point energy says there's only one time frame, the present moment. So this is obviously not electromagnetic theory. This is scalar theory in which everything is in one moment. There is no past or present to the past or future. There's only the immediate moment, the present. There's never any past or future. Everything is in the present moment. Right. Thank you for that. Um, so could you tell us how your machine physically works? How does it produce a scalar energy or use a scalar energy? That's, that's the key. It's the instrumentation. I am not the healer. I never claim to be a healer. I say that this divine energy is the healing agent. So I, I've studied Tessa and another inventor, Hieronymus. This instrument is fashion is it's all more or less duplicated from the work of Galen Hieronymus, an American inventor. He's no longer with us. So I have to give credence to these two um, uh, scientists that preceded me. 
And now I have this, if you will, very powerful scalar energy instrument in which I can work with one person by way of a photograph or a hundred people or, or a million people by way of a photograph. So this has been the, if you will, the history of a narrow history, but no, nonetheless a very valid and a very exciting history of scalar energy research. And how did you, did you, you made your own machine? Yes, they're all custom built. Yes, I worked with a, over the years, I've worked with a team of engineers. Everything you see behind me is custom built. Everything from scratch. So you have to be able to invent, you have to be able to put all of this instrumentation, all the engineering together, and then you have to learn how to apply this. Yes. So it's, it's a lot of work. It, this has been it's a crazy. lifetime. Yeah, it's a lifetime. It's um, and I was looking on the internet, um, there's several people um, already built the scalar energy generators, but I can't see how they've been used or when they were built. I've seen the patents for them. Um, so so there are, they are out there and they're all, they've all got their own differences. Um, yes. So it's about understanding the principles of yes. the scalar light yes. to build that machine on those principles. Precisely. There are, there are other scalar energy researchers. I'm not familiar with their work, but nonetheless, it's how you interpret the science and how you build an instrument and then subsequently how you harness the energy and apply that energy. So yes. if you look at electricity, we have what everything from, from lawnmowers to cars to toasters to computers to air conditioning units that operate on electricity. So there's no so many different applications of electricity. Well, likewise, there will be hundreds, thousands of applications of scalar energy. Yeah. It's a very promising science. Why? It's free energy from the sun and the stars. There's no pollution. There's no chemical reaction. Everything is non-physical. So there's no pollution. It's easy and simple to use. You don't need an infrastructure. You, I don't need satellites or, or earthy well, satellite dishes or wires for this. Everything is delivered by way of a photograph. Through the quantum. Yes, it is quantum. Absolutely. And, and, and there's more and more becoming known about the quantum, isn't it? So. Yes, there is. So um, what's involved? So I was doing a, a little bit of research and obviously I'm, I'm aware of uh, sacred geometry. I'm aware of right frequency, light frequency um, for healing. So how does scalar energy compare with that? And what components of any of that, if anything, does scalar light have within it? I, I look at a scalar wave and it has a, a major, it's a double helix. It has a, a major loop and a minor loop. And so to speak, the major loop, the major axis is 1.618 times the length of the minor. So that is phi, the, the value of phi, 1.618. So embodied in a scalar wave, we have the phi principle, 1.618, a transcendent number that really gives itself to the golden ratio or the golden proportion. Yeah. So every scalar wave has embodied in it the golden mean, the golden ratio, 1.618, the Fibonacci sequence. Yes. So when we look at a double helix of scalar energy, it is that divine proportion. It's divine energy. And that 1.618 is a, a perpetuating fractal. 
So this is perpetuating energy. It never ends. It does not experience en entropy. All of that is embodied within a scalar wave. So this really is divine intelligence. Sounds absolutely amazing. So it does, does it encompass um, frequencies in it? Of, um, According the to geometry, obviously, because it's got the Fibonacci. But yep. the, is there any plasma involved in it? Because I, I, I need more information. Yeah, let, let's consider the the electromagnetic term for frequency, cycles per second. Now, keep in okay. mind, there's no time to this. So we cannot have cycles per second. There are no seconds. Everything is in the present moment here. So nothing propagates over the course of seconds. But there is intelligence. So instead of saying cycles per second, I simply say divine presence or divine intelligence. Yeah. Now, this is the very quiddity of the matter. If this... If electromagnetic theory says it takes time to propagate energy, it does. Over a distance, it does. This energy is all-encompassing. It's omnipresent. <clears throat> That's why you don't need to deliver it by a cycle. It's already there. So what's yeah. the point? This transcends time and space. <clears throat> Electricity does not transcend space. It has to be delivered by a frequency over the course of time, cycles per second. This is everywhere instantaneously. You don't need cycles per second. You don't need frequency. Frequency is obsolete. It doesn't apply. Why? The energy pre-exists. And from my understanding, it, there's no loss either because it, it's, it's everywhere at all the time. There is yeah. no loss over distance, whereas with electricity, there is a loss over distance. Yes, there is a loss over distance. It, it degrades at an inverse square ratio. Long short story short, this is why Tesla changed his career from AC electricity to radiant energy. If you look at Tesla closely, later in his life, he was not working with any induction motor or any wired contraption. Everything was wireless. There were no motors. What do I mean? The new motor to Tesla was the sun. The, the power plant, the motor is the sun and the stars. And this is what Tesla realized. He no longer needed an armature. He no longer relied upon a, a motion that he would develop. He captured the motion, the kinetic energy of the stars. And can it be stored? Uh, and once again, I'm sorry. Can it be stored? So electricity is difficult to store in batteries, but can scalar energy be stored or is it just, does it just appear, it's just it, there? It, it is stored by virtue of the fact that it's everywhere. Now keep in mind, electricity you have to deliver from point A to point B. Yeah. Scalar energy already pre-exists and it floods the universe. Everything is storing scalar energy. So there's no drawback to this. It's free, clean energy. It's stored everywhere. It's present everywhere. It does not require an expensive infrastructure of substations and power stations and low Earth orbiting satellites. No. This infrastructure, again, I can deliver energy to the quantum field through a photograph. I never have to rely upon the infrastructure. The infrastructure is the universe. Yeah, the quantum field. So if you um, are sending energy to somebody to heal 
do you do a specific healing or do you do a generalized um realignment of their energy to for their energy field to heal their body or is it more specific it's general it's standardized why if this is divine energy, source energy, I don't want to put my human ego into it. So there's no human reasoning. Again, when I place a person's photograph, one person or a number of people in the quantum field, the download of energy does all the work. I don't do any work. Now, what does that mean to your audience? There's no human interpretation, hence there's no room for human error. Source, divine energy, performs all the work so could I've, I've seen on your website you um help the body to make vitamins and missing minerals is that how is that is the treatment something different to um putting the photograph in and sending generalized energy yeah very good so everything i work with are photographs because a photograph is a source of light yeah this is a photograph of riboflavin and there's no human interpretation to that. It's a photograph magnified a B2. If I place my photograph side by side, this photograph of B2, my energy field communicates back and forth to riboflavin. Okay? So there's a download of riboflavin information into my quantum field. It's not a chemical process. It's non-physical information. Two photographs are communicating. Now, again... When I place these photographs in the quantum field, the energy sheds the light, sends the light, shares the light. So the animating force is always divine energy. The interpretation is no, not my interpretation. It's the two photographs that have the source of communication. That is the information. A source of energy, a photograph is a source of energy. So that riboflavin will boost your levels in your body. Yes, precisely. We've seen that. Yes. Many people, wow. say, many people say that their fingernails start to grow because they finally have the correct nutrition that's finding its way to their fingernails or their hair or their skin is uh, uh, what I would say a, a great... Uh, a rosy complexion or their skin clears up or we see that people's eyesight some people say their eyesight has improved because we're delivering the nutrients that they need now keep in mind if we do all of this through a photograph it's not a chemical process no. so to to have sound health yes we need chemical processes this is the new science of non-physical information that likewise seems to improve health quantum health so that is something that could be scientifically proven isn't it because i know there's, there's issues with proving scientifically when we're talking about the quantum and um energy um because science hasn't quite well the, the researchers hasn't quite caught up with the the writing of the articles but something like that we could do blood tests to assess um nutritional status on people before and after the, the um, scalar energy healing. Has that been done, do you know? You know, uh, I, I, think, I think it's been, I think my work is, is being um, explored and I think other scientists are starting to realize in general now, it's a general statement for you, 
that this is information. And if this is the chemical realm, we're way above it. Yes. We, we supersede that with the non-physical instructions. In other words, and I, again, I don't mean to disparage, you can take a vitamin B2 pill, or you can receive vitamin B2 from instructions, either the chemical plane or the aura plane. Yeah. What's the point? Well, as far as I'm concerned, instructions far exceed the ability of the chemical field, of the physical plane. Yes. Yeah. So would we be able to do um, blood tests? Because if, if we're receiving it through the quantum or the physical, whichever, it doesn't matter, it should show up in blood tests. Yes. And that's the key to my work right now. I cannot prove this because nobody can prove how, how a, a photograph interfaces with the quantum field. I presume it does, but my work is groundbreaking. So what is my point? I have to rely upon the testimonies. We have 4,000 yes. testimonies on our website, and people say that they feel better. People say that their hair is growing. People Brilliant. say that, that their sinuses clear up or that their fingernails are finally strong. Their, yeah. their fingernails are no longer brittle. Now, I, in no way do I diagnose with this instrument. Again, this is divine energy, source energy. The intelligence is from the divinity. It's not me. So I have to rely upon people's testimony after sending in their photograph, emailing their photograph to us. And that is the beginning validity, the beginning body of science, uh, of uh, emerging science, if you will, for scalar energy. I want to make this very clear. That's not a medical uh, report. That's not a medical diagnosis. That's not a, a, a medical examination. I don't work in the physical plane. If you're a nurse, a dentist, a psychologist, et cetera, you're, you're working with physical people, people. Yeah. I don't work with people. I work with auras. Yeah. And, and science is struggling to catch on with that because it's so difficult for scientific research in, in it to assess it. And it's still lagging way behind because I left nursing to become a health coach to help people to heal themselves by themselves. Because we can, but science again is struggling to catch up with that because it's like it's it it can't actualize it can't assess that we have healed ourselves through whatever we've done. That um, they just say it's a fluke because it's 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 non-provable other than a testimonial. Right, exactly. It, only the testimony can prove it. Why? No scientific body has ever even defined scalar light. So here's the point. Newtonian physics, we studied, we've had centuries of, of study, and that's considered to be traditional science. And, and we have some laws, or we can at least understand how these laws apply to our theories. This yeah. is a brand new science. And with that in mind, and I don't mean this to be condescending, you have to start at first grade. This is a new science. And if Absolutely. you want to understand this, you have to start at the basics. You have to start at first grade. You have to learn. And there's yeah. no harm in that. It's a new subject. You have to start in grade one. If you're willing to do that, you're going to learn. If you discount this, well, then there's no learning. No, but that's the same with anything, isn't it? When you start learning something new, you have to start at the bottom and take baby steps to build a foundation to then grow from. You can't expect to know everything about everything without spending that time learning. Yeah, exactly. 
So as a new science, you have to spend the time and you have to really delve into this and look at the validity of my instrument or that of other scatter energy researchers. You know, Tessa demonstrated that he could illuminate light bulbs at a distance. Yeah. What was he, how did he do this in wireless fashion? He probably did it with scalar energy instruments. There is validity to our work. By the way, my predecessor, Hieronymus, secured a U.S., a Canadian, and a British patent for his work. Fabulous. So at one time, those three governments said, yeah, yes, this is uh, energy that is self-emanating. He yeah. demonstrated that objects had this self-emanating pulsation. Well, where'd the energy come from? It's scalar energy, which is everywhere. He demonstrated free energy by way of his instrument. And can I ask um, if you know, because I haven't looked it up actually, um, where did the term scalar come from? How is that defined? You know, that's that's the parlance of today. It's That's the uh, idiomatic expression we use today. Scalar in a traditional sense, means something that has magnitude, but it doesn't have direction. Well, in right. some ways, scalar energy has magnitude, infinite magnitude, but it doesn't have direction because it's directionless. It's everywhere. It already exists everywhere. So in many ways, you could call it a scalar force field. Scalar light is the term in vogue today. You could also call this chi prana. That's accurate. Yeah. You could call it consciousness, zero-point energy, pyramid energy, ether energy, some people call it Christ consciousness. All of those terms are the new science that demands a new dictionary. Yes, yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, Tom, would you, uh, I know you've got an offer that you're going to um, give to everybody. Would you like to explain what that is? Yeah, yeah. I want everybody to try my sessions. And in so doing, I offer 15 days of free sessions on my website, scalarlight.com. All you do is email us your face shot, your facial shot. That's all we need, just some part of your face. We're going to balance your chakras, right? We're going to provide nutrients. And then we'll also have the ability to target. We look at pathogens by taking photographs of viruses and communicating those photographs with your aura we're able to identify and eradicate viruses such as herpes. So visit the website, scalarlight.com. And every day we practice those three modalities, chakra balancing, nutrient program, and the pathogenic cleanse. And I would say the greater majority of people say that they feel better after 15 days. That's fabulous. Thank you for offering that. And I shall put that information in the text underneath um our video so when can just remind me again where can people find you scalarlight.com it's spelled s-c-a-l-a-r scalarlight.com please tell your entire family include your pets send your dogs and your cats you can send us five six photographs tell your friends and family it's free no obligation we don't ask for a debit card we want you to prove it to yourself send us your photo Fabulous. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, sir. If you enjoyed this, please like and comment on the episode. Subscribe to my channel and share this with anyone you think would also enjoy it and would benefit from it. Thank you.